Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the Genes. Here you're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now Polo here's a performer. Hey, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional? Professional review on RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Number you, five. All Stars five. Are you ready to get into it? More than ready. Now... Before we actually get into it, yeah. we'd be silly not to address the elephant in the world, um, the issue that's going on, um, and it's the Black Lives Matter movement. Yes. yes. Um, we want you to know where we stand and where we stand strongly on that, mm-hmm. and we are very much BLM, hashtag Black Lives Matter, <laughs> hard, we are there with them, we will march with you, we will fight with you, and I believe in this, and I, I, I feel everyone needs to participate everyone uh, absolutely everyone completely agree even you tom even me with your white ass coming up in this damn podcast <laughs> you no, but you tom you know you're you. right it's i think um i mean i'm not a hugely active participant with social media but um i think we've all seen friends acquaintances people that we know who they seem to be resistant to the sentiment of Black Lives Matter. And we have been seeing this sort of hashtag, all lives matter, haven't we? Now, yes. what's your stance on that? There's a lot that I find wrong with this. Is mm-hmm. that all lives matter all the time? All lives mattered last year. All lives mattered in January. But why Why are you now only saying all lives matter when the Black Lives Matter movement is, is happening? Mm-hmm. Why Why are you only saying that now? You know, yes. like all lives didn't just matter all of a sudden. Yes. All lives mattered every day. All lives matter all the time. Now, the issue of people that are bringing up all lives matter now, it's because you just want to dismiss what's happening. You want to silence the Black Lives Matter, but you want to silence the the issues that that are happening, the the police brutality, the realities yeah. that um the racism. I'm not for that at all. I guess maybe I can give my wet ass viewpoint here, <laughs> in the sense that I do um you know I guess well certainly you know I I I possess white privilege. I can see though I don't agree with all lives matter. I, in any way, shape, or form, I can I can probably see where people are coming from there, and I think there's a few things. I think people are frightened by the term, you know, all lives matter is coming from white people, isn't it? White people who are resisting the Black Lives Matter sentiment. I think we as white people have become so accustomed to the privilege and the power that we hold um, just because of the color of our skin that it's frightening for many people. I think to think that they could relinquish some of that power. Um, and they see Black Lives Matter as threatening in that respect. As, I also as though it's taken away the yeah, power. Definitely, and I think also, it's. I think so many of us place our well, as many white people, place their faith and um, a huge amount of trust in the police and other institutions to keep us all safe. And obviously, many white people feel that. Many black people do not, as we have seen, um, on so many levels. Um, so I think it's also frightening for many white people to confront that kind of idea. Wait, maybe, maybe sometimes there are some police officers or there is an institutional or cultural element of the police force mm. that does not protect all people. Mm. And it's it's a hard thing to get into your brain, I think, if you believe in a civilized society where all people are equal and then to be confronted with the the truth yeah that yes. all people are not treated equally yep look all lives matter isn't to exclude the importance of other lives mm-hmm. it's to focus on the prevalence of black lives that are being taken by the people who are supposed to protect them yeah that's it Okay, and, and by using all lives matter, you're silencing that. You're yeah. ignoring it. We don't believe in that, period. Well, I guess there's this common sentiment now where you've, we've got to be more than not racist. We've got to be anti-racist. Yeah. yeah. What's happened is that people haven't been spoken up. Now, people haven't been speaking up. People haven't been giving their, their stance. And it's, yeah. it's not enough to just say, I'm not racist anymore. It's not, you're not allowed to be silent now. I guess what what does what does it mean to be t- to me to be anti-racist versus not being racist? I guess it means to be more vocal, and when you see instances of racism, um, to speak out um, and 
this should lead. Well, what needs to happen is really widespread cultural and institutional change, isn't it? Particularly within organisations such as the police force, government. Um, I, I think there needs to be quite a radical kind of re-education of of like I'm n- neither of us are here to say that all police officers or all officials are inherently or prolifically racist but there's clearly a problem within the culture of of many institutions and that needs to be changed i've happily unfriended some people mm-hmm. on my facebook on my instagram because i can see what they're doing in their stance and, and like we're not experts on it no. i i i too can be afraid of speaking about it but i have an open mind and i want to learn more and i want to help i think it's even more important for me as a, a, a white person Damn to be right. keep, keeping my kind Girl. of like <laughs> my eyes and ears open and, to, and my mind open and to keep learning and kind of like fight against. I mean, you know, I, I can feel sensitive about it sometimes in the sense like, you know, unjustly I, or kind of like incorrectly, I can feel like a little bit attacked or a bit defensive at times, but I've got to move past that and accept that the black people's voices are incredibly important, especially right now. And I need to be hearing what they're saying and learning these lessons. Now's, now's the time to be listening to people of color yep. and reinforcing the fact that black lives do matter. Listen to them. And you know what? There are a lot of vocal drag queens on RuPaul's Drag Race. Bob mm-hmm. the Drag Queen. Who else? Um, Shay Coulee. Yes. The Vixen has been talking about this since she walked through that room. Yes. She, she came to fight. She's been fighting ever since. Who else? Um, Aisha O'Hara. Aisha O'Hara. Yeah. Peppermint. There are so mm-hmm. many queens that you, if you want, go onto their Instagram, go yeah. onto their YouTube and listen to them. It, Money Listen. exchange as well. She well, okay. <laughs> the, <laughs> I mean, you know, all intelligent, yeah. eloquent, vocal, politically aware queens, yes. and they have my love and admiration. Yes, plus, plus plus. And you know what? We we do still want to do our podcast, All Stars Five. That it's come. Out. I know that the it's there's such a somber mood about it, but yeah. like there are. But there are beautiful black queens. There are beautiful POCs in All Stars Five, and they, and I want to celebrate them. We this is this is what we're here to do. Yep. So we we have spoken about a very important topic because we, we don't usually talk about political things, do we? It's not usually within our remit. We talk about things well, within we, the world of drag we race. To, we try not to be political, but this is not. It's not. It's, it's gone beyond politics. Yes, this it is, has. This is, yeah, this, this is beyond politics. Permeates everything. Yeah, this is. And yeah, we're we're an entertainment podcast talking about an entertainment show. Yes. Um, but in this case, thankfully, we're going to be celebrating the work of ten amazing queens, many of whom are beautiful people of color. Yes. Yeah. So that's where we stand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's it. We did it, Tom. Okay, and that's all for today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, should we? <laughs> I think you started a politics podcast going on. I think we make a good team talking about well, it. Well, Alaska and Willem have their section. Do you know one thing about um, uh, season 12 being over is I can finally catch up with uh, Race Chaser. I haven't caught up with it. We both make a point of not listening to other content makers around, you know, um, during the season so uh not so as not to pollute or like dilute our opinions yes so you, you guys can be sure that our opinions are our own Ding. Yes. and i think we're one of the first podcasts to um release our um with, our, our content with so. the first ever rupaul's drag race podcast no, no we, we, we <laughs> i think we tend to release it quicker than many other podcasts we've been complimented on that and that is down to um Paolo here's editing and production skill and wizardry and efficiency i mean alexis michelle has nothing on me <laughs> executive okay. producer of rupaul's drag race alexis michelle nothing on this producer <laughs> all right okay look i'm gonna get into it now welcome mm. to spilling the gt podcast and we are gonna start looking at all stars five mm-hmm. i'm really really excited i'm so about excited it. we've not obviously we know who the queens are i'm very excited about the cast i'm very excited and um yeah we haven't seen the episode nope we haven't seen any spoilers yeah and let's go please 
Hey, let's have a kiki. I want to have a kiki. Lock the doors. Tight. Okay, well, we're back in it. It's official. All Stars 5 has kicked off and yes. we're going to start talking about it. Look, we've already done a podcast about the entrances of all the queens. We uh, have. Is it worth us going through it? Should we skip well, it or should we? No, no, because this is, this, let's revisit it because this okay. is setting the stage for all the girls and there, there's a bit more them setting out their agenda, I feel. All right. You know? Okay, well then let's go. The first queen, and it is a queen, is our black and delicious. Yes. Miss Shea kool And very, very in keeping with, you know, what's going on worldwide at the moment. Her opening statement is... I'm black. And so she is. I mean, it's so current. It really, really is. Like, who'd have thought this was recorded last summer? Yeah. Um, so Shay is, you know, stepping in there as a beautiful, powerful black woman. And a beautiful makeup stun, a yes. skin stun, those colors on her. She's taking me she's to had the Caribbean. A, she's had a glow up. She's Grace Jones in Versace Can Resort. Can we talk? Okay, listen, let's do this. You know, I love what you did last time. Glow up or show up. Let's <laughs> talk about these queens. Every queen, I want to, yeah. did they come back glowed up or show Did they glow up or show up? Based on this very specific look. Specifically based on the entrance look. Okay. Glow up. She is a glow up. The makeup is softened. I remember yes. when she entered in season nine because she's a um, Chicago queen, isn't she? And a lot of the Chicago queens like their sort of there's there's a sense of geometry about a lot of their looks when you look at Pearl Kimchi, um, Trixie Mattel. Um, and she had that as well, the kind of like razor sharp contour. Okay. And some joint. She softened everything and she looks beautiful. Everything just looked flawless. Her skin just looked like, I mean, Iman. She, yeah. like, she reminds me of Iman, that she's beautiful black model. Gorgeous. And now in terms of agenda, she's talking about how disappointed she was crushed um, at the end of season nine because she unfortunately victimized no, the other way around. Defeat was snatched from the jaws of victory, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, the thing about Shay is that, and I love it, she acknowledges that she killed her season. She was yeah. like, I killed my season. And damn right, she did. But when it came to the final exam, I mean, she didn't do it. Unfortunately. Her coursework was fantastic. Mm. But the final exam? Mm, not so much. Yeah, unfortunately. Shay's stunning. Miss Cracker comes in next. We're in this beautiful... Oh, what do you mm. call it? It was a sort of like, uh, it was a peppermint kind of cocktail dress with feather and flower embellishments with gold detail. Coming straight away with the comedy, which is obviously her brand. She's a funny, yeah. funny lady. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we do get a sense of her personality mm-hmm. immediately because she's already talking about Shay, how Shay's just so perfect and yes. she hates her for it. You know? <laughs> she said it in, in, in the Miss Cracker kind of way. Yeah. Now, Miss Cracker we did. The problem with the Miss Crack is that she tried to self-produce too much in, in the sense that she really tried to um, be too perfect and yeah. try to give the judges what they think they want. And I hope this time around she actually just lets go and I'm just ge- gives herself yeah. unapologetically and 100%. As I've said before, Miss Crack has completed her course of therapy. She's come through the other end and she's a more confident and self-aware queen now. Glow up or show up? Show up. Yes, because very much in keeping with the classic Miss Cracker look. Still looks gorgeous, yeah, but, but not a glow show up. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next up we have Alexis Mateo. Looking like the sort of Puerto Rican femme Captain America. Yes. Really, was, like yeah, a superheroine. It's quite reminiscent of her. Bam! Bam! And I think that's what yeah, she was yeah. going for. She was trying to, you know, yeah. she's very much well known for bam, bam, bam. Yeah. The American kind of political um, challenge that she had in her season. And I think she tried to bring that back and showcase that moment and her entrance look. She's very However, much... I felt like it was very much a show up. Yeah, because she was highly polished in her original season, being a queen with a pageant pa- background. Mm. So, yeah, Captain Puerto Rico. Um, facts are facts she's put on weight but she has she's put on weight but she that doesn't change stunning. she looks stunning she looks her, stunning she, her shape is flawless her, the thing is she's put on weight but she just looks like such a beautiful hourglass yeah did I do a did you I did, do you a did hide, hide, hide it I, oh, I can't do that now <laughs> you'll never do it oh, again damn it damn it <laughs> she's put on um, weight but it is stunning well it's not but it is stunning she's put on weight and she's stunning yes yeah yeah like, it's like her proportions are gorgeous exactly. she's owning it she's walking into that room um, as beautiful as she ever was there's mm. just a little bit more of her um, 
And yeah, I think we're reminded of how strong a contender Alexis was. She's yes. top three in her original season. She really is a full package. She was funny. She could dance. She was a lip sync assassin in do her not, season. Do not discount Alexis no. Mateo. I'll, I'll, I'm going to say that again louder for the people <laughs> in the back. Do not try to dismiss Alexis Mateo. She slayed mm. her season. Absolutely. And she can read. She can read. I mean, her her um, talking heads yeah. were like, oh. She's a bit like I Mar- don't even think Carrera is that pretty. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. She's a bit like Mariah in the sense she's got a natural, funny, shady drag queen quality. Yeah. One thing that I want Alexis Matan, I, I wonder if they're going to bring it up. I wonder if they are going to bring up her boyfriend who went to the army. <laughs> Do you think someone's going to talk to her about I've that? I've closed that chapter of my life. Yeah, open that book. I, someone <laughs> ask her that question. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about Miss Blair St. Clair. She's come in again. Like, this is just going. Wait, sorry, was. Alexis Mateo, a glow up or show up? We said show up. Okay, we did. Because she was already so polished. It's not significantly different for her. She definitely was. Even her eye makeup, I noticed, is very similar. She's got a distinctive way of doing her eye makeup. And she's not like followed a trend as a lot of queens do. But there we go. Blair's coming. I'm automatically going to say that this was a show up. I think it was a glow up. Really? Do you not remember her looks from her season, which were pretty good? What I think. Okay, so this is where I'm coming from. She's walking in looking like a... a 90s supermodel in in 80s Mugler, um in this sort of orange power suit. There's a lot more sex appeal about yeah. Blair this time around. Do you know, it's not in her look. It's in her presence. Yes. She has walked in someone else. It is not the same girl I've yeah. seen in season nine. She, is, she has this confidence about her. I don't know if it's acting, but you know what? I like it. And I, I yeah. hope... Can you carry that forward? Because yeah. this is a Blair I wish I saw yes. on your season. Yes. This is Blair who's... who's diff- her attitude is a glow up. But her look, to me, is a show up. The reason I think it's a glow up. Now, I guess like... I think you already told us. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't. I ain't yeah. done. Um, so you're not the one eating. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you're the one wasting time here. Yeah. Um, the thing is with Blair is that we left we left off with, on a very sad note with Blair. We don't have to go into it. You know, it was she disclosed some awful trauma, didn't she? Right, mm-hmm. right when she left, she's coming in with a new sense of confidence and sex appeal that makes me hope that she's been able to. Um, make some peace and work through it. Um, That's my hope for her. I wasn't excited about seeing Blair in this lineup, but she's instilled a new interest in me with these few minutes that we see them. Mariah Balenciaga. Ah, the the wonderful... You already know that we're huge fans of Mariah. We love Mariah. You know that we are humongous fans of Mariah. She is stunning. She is everything I want to see in the drag queen. I think that she did a show up. She did, unfortunately, because there were so many beautiful looks, looks that in she her did season. in her season. Uh, this was, she's from the ball scene. She, yeah, and this wasn't chic, and we're used to seeing her look chic. This was kind of a pop superstar bodysuit. It was Beyonce, it was Britney, it was Gaga. I wonder if she's doing a Monet Exchange in All Stars. You know how Monet Exchange didn't have the lip sync because she won? And uh-huh. then she wore that hideous, she wore that really, really ugly thing for the runway because she wasn't going home. Yeah. It was this, where they had to do the lip sync, oh, yeah. that lip sync one. <laughs> so she, she came in looking like damn ugly, but she's like, well, I'm, I'm safe. I'm safe this week. So I wonder if Mariah's like, I ain't getting judged on this damn entrance. <laughs> I ain't gonna, I spent a lot of money on some good shit like that's what I'm going to say my, for when it counts. This is my Wednesday night, yeah. you know, performance body I literally suit. just came from a gig. She literally did. She An came, old homes gig. She walked in from Mickey's. Yeah. <laughs> um, the mug is gorgeous as always. You can't that's fault it. the mug. She is the original perfection of mug. We and treat, I love her. We're treated to a few clips of her talking heads and reminded of why we love her. Pass me my pocketbook. I'm done. I'm leaving. So yeah, let's move on to the next one. We got India Farah. I think this was a glow up. This was a glow up, but I tell you what, yeah. Now I'm going to borrow something from Alaska and Willem. They say when somebody over accessorizes, they're India Ferraring about. 
and she <laughs> comes in full on India fair. Her signature is just, you know, like the Chanel motto of like, take off the last accessory before you leave the house. Hers is put five more on um, because she's <laughs> very got... Jocelyn. <laughs> very Jocelyn. Just fox. put on some more bikinis. Yeah. Put on some more bikinis. But you know, she's a drag queen. So why not? And she's a drag queen's drag queen. That face is carved. She she is exactly what you just said. That's perfect. She's yeah. a drag queen's drag queen. Mm-hmm. She is the epitome of what drag is. Yes. Before all of this, change it up. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. She is traditional drag, big Mm -hmm. outfit, big hair, big makeup. Yes. She's got no interest in looking like, you know, in inverted commas, a biological woman. The face is carved. The hair is big. I mean, she gave us shoulders. She gave us cape. She gave us lace body body suit. She gave us like keyhole cut out the front. She had old school and these big jewels going down her back. It was like, I don't know where to look, but I love it. I love, anyway, I love a peppermint color scheme. Oh yeah. And she had a moment with Miss Cracker, didn't she? Which they tried to make it like the thing with Phoenix in season three. She was like prison bitch. Yes. But it wasn't, they weren't as similar. It was a similar color scheme. Um, uh, we got Jujubee. Oh, Jujubee, I love. It was definitely a show-up. It was a show-up, but she looked to me like like a matriarch from Crazy Rich Asians. What do, do you, you know think? what? I don't even think that. No. I don't even think that. Not it, even that expensive. Did you, no, did you did you not watch, look at all the queens, all the ladies mm. in um, Crazy Rich Asians? They dress a million times more. Even as simple as it is, the, the cut that they have, the material that they use, their mm-hmm. hair, the, the accessories, that is what she should have done, but she didn't. She just... Okay. She just came in from the mall, girl. Ah, you yeah. look like you did. And they joked They <laughs> joked about it again, didn't they? Yeah. I will say it was quite a matronly look for Juju B. I'm hoping that doesn't set the tone for her this season. I hope not. I hope not. Because um, Juju B is so much more. She is the original reading assassin. Mm-hmm. She is, we'll get to that. She is charismatic. She's funny. She can lip sync the house down boots. Yeah everything so, so we, is, th- that's what we were reminded of weren't we amazing lip syncer charming to the yeah. core yeah and that's what she is going to bring back mm-hmm. now we've got Derek Berry who who's determined <laughs> to not be a Britney she's coming saying I yes. want to show everyone that I'm more than just Britney yes and she walks in into Britney outfits it's it's a complete and, reinvention and a lyric from her song <laughs> you know I mean okay yeah this is were new. they two looks from my prerogative? Is that where she got them from? I don't know. Don't ask me about Some... specific albums with um with Britney. I, I was never a big You're not really a Britney follower. queen, are you? No. I think um, you know what? From. Well, can we remember about Derek Berry? Is it Derek's got a sharp tongue? Mm-hmm. A very sharp tongue. She's very quick. She, she can be very, very abrasive. Yes. She um that's very much her. Um, In a way that's sometimes funny and sometimes misfires and comes across as mean. Yep. I think. Um and we are treated to a great reality TV, TV moment when she tries to hug India. Now, no, India tried to hug her, the, yes. we should say. Now, let's let's give you a bit of um, background. If you don't know, India Farah and I think it's Derek Berry, her partner. Have, one of her partners. One of her partners have been going, Nebraska. Have been having online beef. Quite, Nebraska, who was birthed on season five. Yeah, yeah. They've been having a quite strong beef online. And I think Derek yeah. got involved as well. So there's a bit of drama between uh-huh. them two already. So for them two to, to meet up face to face, it's quite, it's kind of like awkward. Yes. And there's an awkward moment where um I think... India went to go hug her and she was like, <laughs> This is fantastic. So, I really so enjoyed it. Immediately they've set the scene. There is tension yeah. between these two. I want to see how this develops. And I think, you know what? We all love drama. We uh-huh. do, don't we? So it's definitely going to unfold. We don't hear India's side, but Derek says India is toxic and she says horrible things online. Yep. The only quote that I can remember apparently is she specifically called Nebraska a pig in a wig. Mm. Oh gosh! We don't condone such things. That's, I mean, yeah. What I want to see come out with um, our Derek Barry is I want someone to talk to her and bring up the whole drunk. Oh my whole, goodness! The drunken roast, Trixie Mattel. What? <laughs> it's she, just, it's so amazing. Me, it's just so wrong that it's it's, it's it's awkward to watch. It's also known as the best ten minutes on YouTube. If you've not seen it, guys, please check out Derek Barry Drunk Roast, okay? I want someone to call her out and ask her about it, and I want to see what she used to say. It's just amazing. It's it's performance Maybe that'll be her talent. Her talent will be a drunk roast. (laughs) She can can redo that, you know, for the variety show, maybe. Or if she's genuinely drunk. Well, you know, they can do it. I mean, Juju B's there. She'll give her tips. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Next up, we got Miss Mayhem Miller. Mayhem. I'm pleased to see Mayhem back. Hey, Mayhem. How's it going? Hey, girl. Um, we're happy to see her. I don't want you to go too soon because you actually did. I I, I felt like you got more to show so i hope yeah. that we do get to see that because she started so strong but like she said she kind of went downhill she did she's one of those queens who's an amazing drag queen but struggled a bit on her season of drag race a bit like say morgan mcmichaels and they are best friends yeah. aren't they there's a lot of parallels between those two i think um you know what man's coming in an amazon she got that from amazon her alpha from a lot amazon. of people read and there were, a lot of people read her but you know what mayhem went back online and read them right back you know yeah. what mayhem is do not don't come for her she, yeah she's like i don't i don't care that i've got this platform i don't care that <laughs> i'm not allowed to say anything i'm, I'm gonna speak my mind she called everyone back out i've seen so many posts of her calling out every single one that's trying to come for her she's like i don't care she's amazing she's unapologetic she is I mean, she's just as cunty as she needs to be. <laughs> and I want to see that yeah. more from all the queens. We want to see that fun, sparky, yep. feisty mayhem. And good on her because people take out loans, people take out mortgages. People mm. take, it's so expensive to do, to do drag. And when you're given the opportunity to go on to RuPaul's Drag Race, a lot of the girls, you know, they, they do that. They, they, mm. they go borrow money. How amazing that she's just like, no, I'm, I'm just going to go on Amazon. Yeah. Or eBay and twenty dollars, but I mean, it's a bit like what an, you said about Mariah. Like and she's it's probably an saving. Look. Exactly. She's saying the best for another time. It's an entrance look. Like yeah. you know, you ain't getting judged on there. Well, you are getting judged online, but you know, mm. you're not. You don't decide if I get the paycheck, honey. <laughs> so, uh, no. Moving on to Anjana. Anjana had the most elaborate yes. outfit. The most. The details, meticulous. The everything it was, was just it was art. She was walking art. They could hear her in. down the corridor. Yes. So I thought that she had the best look in that sense. She was the biggest glow up, definitely. Yep. Huge because glow up. We don't remember Angina for being especially dragged out. She played with androgyny a lot. Yes. She didn't pad. She went bald a lot, and she wore very light makeup until actually Chanel gave her did her makeup as part of a challenge. She was like, "Oh, actually, I look really nice." Um, so she's looking like a Southeast Asian goddess. Wasn't major, she? major glow up. Major glow up. And these are all the girls. Welcome back mm. to the workroom. Now yeah. let's get into the first challenge for these queens as the iconic, the the <laughs> amazing, the best, one of my favorites is the reading challenge. <laughs> and it's presented by Ricky Martin. And does don't ri- uh, Rue and Ricky have a lot of fun. This was fun. I liked it. I mean, yeah. Ricky's just looking as handsome. Oh, getting better with age, Mr. Martin. He really is looking stunning. Yeah. So they come in. He's going to introduce her. And I just want to start getting straight into the girls in the reading challenge. Yes. Who was your... What were your favorite reads? Just give me that. My... Oh, I can't remember the specific reads, but I just felt like the ones who did best in my eyes were Juju and Cracker. And I, I expected that. But Blair was the biggest surprise. Yes. Blair she, was funny. That, that confidence that she walked yeah. in with, she carried it through this. Yes. She was amazing. She was really, really good. The first to go up and read was Alexis Mateo. And I, <laughs> I love what Alexis Mateo did. She goes, oh, this these glasses make you all look ugly. Then she put yeah. the glasses away. She's like, oh, it's not the glasses. <laughs> ah, first dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. First dig. Now, her reading was okay. But mm. there was a moment where she went to Blair. She goes, Blair, eat a burger. And then Blair's like, whatever way I lost, you found. That was Ooh, good. Second dig. I think, <laughs> I think Blair's used that before. Of course, yes. yeah. it, was, it was way too quick. Yeah. And of course, everyone's going to say that. Like, everyone's going to come back for the insecurities or what people are going to come at them for. Mm. Juju B, the original assassin, the original scholar. She is a scholar when it comes to library and reading because in season two, where they first introduced her, she was the only one, her and Pandora were the only ones who went up there and used the wit. Yes. Went up there and just went, bam, this is you. Blah, blah, blah. This is you, you, you. Yeah. She went down the line. She read them all. She did not disappoint. And I was like, Juju B, you've got. She there was an expectation of her to be amazing because she is the original. A bit like Latrice. Yeah. Latrice had to kind of nail it because there was so much expectation. Now, Juju B, what was her read? I think it was. Um, Oh, Mariah, you're here. Now we have to change it to RuPaul's Drag Race, some stars. <laughs> oh! And the amazing one, she goes, Mayhem Filler. Oh, yeah. oh no, sorry. It's Mayhem Miller. <laughs> That's really good. She's just, she was on a roll from there. And then 
the read to um bam, bam. about i'm not gonna read you about your weight but do you get paid in pounds oh <laughs> girl done finished close it up Tell send you, it what well, one of my favorite reads was um mariah bringing out the glove with the rose oh, petals and be like um what's up shay are you gonna get so emotional no, why so emotional yeah, bam. yeah, 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 yeah. and it came down I, was that really was good. um ouch I'd yeah, be yeah, like, yeah. The, the reason you're here is because of those pedals honey uh-huh <laughs> she, I didn't want to see it in the first episode. I thought that was strong. If it dude. wasn't for those petals, Sasha would be here in your place. Now, Derek Barry, now it intensifies. The drama is oh, intensified. Yeah. Derek Barry didn't read. She roasted. Derek <sighs> yeah. Barry roasted India Farah. Yes. She was, oh God, I think, it, how many reads was it that she was given? She, she was went like, in. She went in on her teeth. Like, it's it's suited with the Erika Piranha because yeah. with those teeth, you're walking billboard. <laughs> oh! Girl. Okay. okay. Yeah. And then you think she'll move on. She goes, I thought you were tired, but I can just see that you're tired. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's drum. And there was no ha 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 no. from India Farah. There was none of that that no. kind of response. So you know that mm. it's quite personal. It's a roast. But it was the same when uh you know India was reading Derek and they were very, very quick to cut to the the stony faced reaction. Yeah. Who knows if that was in the edit? It suits the narrative much, much better to have them looking stony face. They could have been reacting to something else. We don't know that because if who I, cares about that? What no, I I'm saw just saying is that they're a stone cold, and I like it. I want. I, I love it. It's great TV. But if I were in that situation, I'd be making an effort to appear light and unbothered. Mm. I'd be like, ha 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 ha. I don't care what you think about me, Derek Barry. Miss Cracker also has some great ones. Now uh, we have to give a, a loser. So the winner was Juju B and Blair. Mm-hmm. Blair, I mean, she's she has that newfound confidence, which I love. Amazing. If we had to choose a loser, it had to be Angina. Unfortunately, Angina really struggled, and she got the edit that showed that she struggled as like, well. There was, uh, they weren't even crickets. I mean, they even wouldn't participate. There they was, weren't jokes, actually. No, it was like more questions that she thought. <laughs> was it like, was like, what are you, Angina? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'd like to take a question from the fan. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, girl, stop, stop! What you're doing?" So that's it. So the first winners of the challenge is B and Blair. One point each. Ding, mm-hmm. ding, ding, ding. Of course, we already know what the main challenge is going to be. The main challenge is going to be a variety show, isn't yes. it? And that's how it's been since um, All it- Stars Cycle two, uh, All Star Season Two. Mm-hmm. They've and- had different names for it. They've had variety show, and they've also had. Um- talent show which is slightly different things because variety suggests a range of different talents today what they've been given from rupaul the maxi challenge is that they have the headline and the work the world variety talent show mm. so that's basically whatever you perform whatever talent you have you've got about three minutes yeah did you hear that three minutes yeah sherry pie three <laughs> minutes not not 15 <laughs> <laughs> you have three minutes to use that platform to show us why you are an all-star and to show us why you should win that challenge. Now, yeah. I feel this is very, very important because this is the this is the first product of the queens that we are seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, and this the first episode is gonna decide who we root for because we're already going into the episode with our favorites. Yes. You know, we're already everyone's already like I asked you before who's your favorite going in, who you root for. This will change it. Yeah. How you perform and this is gonna start making people think, oh actually she was so good. I am gonna go that way. I'm gonna start rooting for her now. So this is very, very crucial for the girls, isn't it? Yes. Show us what you do, girl. Show us why you're here. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Show us why you're an all star. Not a some star. All right. All right, <laughs> look, let's get into the rest of the show, yeah? Yeah. Great. Look, we've just seen the variety show. Mm-hmm. I am pumped. My energy's up. Yes. They've opened up with Miss Alexis Mateo. She, she certainly did open the show, didn't she, she? First of all, props to you for opening the show. Uh-huh. Of, you know, some, some people find that hard. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't, you know. You wouldn't really know what lack of confidence or self-doubt I don't know what hard feels like. <laughs> anyway, um, I think she did really, really well. The energy was yeah. high. The good thing about her performance is that she opened it in a high note. She did. She, she did. Her performance said, we're going to have a party. Yes. Didn't she? We're going to have a carnival. We're gonna have I got a real carnival was, feel from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a, she did a Latin dance um, piece with some backup dancers. Yes. The good thing about it is that she didn't rely on the backup dancers. A, because she was actually a really, really good dancer. Yeah. She held center. She performed and 
and then she had a moment where the dancers left and it was just her mm-hmm. now she was very clever in the way that she um, used like things that we know her for her catchphrases like, like bam yeah. and sickening though and um, sure. act the fool girl act the fool now you know like it is last time I don't I'm sorry like, like last time in the All Stars 4 Please don't carry this on too long. Yes. Like Monet and Brown Cow Stunning did. Please don't do that. It's it's, it's cute now mm-hmm. because it's this is very nostalgic. Yes. It's very nostalgic and it's very much like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, right now is okay. And I really liked her performance. It's a great way to reintroduce yourself, isn't it? To be self-referential. Yeah. But let's not over-egg the pudding. Definitely agree. I like the performance. You? Fantastic. Great, great opener, Alexis. So next up was Shay. And I'm going to start this one off. I was quite disappointed. Mm. I was very disappointed in Shay. Uh, it was, from what I'm used to seeing her, like she's a, she's usually a high energy kind of performer. Yeah. Um, or her performance had been very, very impactful when I watch it. And she what she did was a, a kind of a pole dance. Yes. With some background dancers. Now, I actually think she just did a dance and mm. there was a pole there. That's how bad, like, there was, I don't know, if your talent is going to be pole dancing, honey, dance on the pole. <laughs> she, she really, literally dance on the pole. Show us something amazing. Or or, mm. or, or if you're not going to do that, then do an amazing dance. Yeah. So the thing is, she wasn't a great solo dancer without the pole, and she wasn't great on the pole. She should have just focused on the one, whichever. She should have given us amazing pole dancing, yeah. or she should have given us an amazing dance. Like I don't. I thought it was a very. I thought it was very weak. We we've seen Shay actually dance very well before, haven't we? Remember in in her finale. Well, the the um ten ten tens across the board. Yes, and but even a, even the finale was good. I said that Shay yeah. was amazing. Like I've seen her. I've never seen her not be great. In yeah, and I'm I'm not really seen her be this forgettable. This mm. it struck me that she was maybe trying something different. I wonder. I'm not a dancer, but she didn't strike me as a very accomplished pole dancer. She's still doing better than I could, but she's on the main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, she looked gorgeous in her, you know, sort of latex dominatrix I mean, get up. She looked sexy and the song was beautiful, but like, I just, for the performance, I just, I, th- I felt a, 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 it felt quite flat for it, me. It's, I think that was probably her own song as well. Yes. She wasn't particularly lip syncing, was she? She was just dancing to it. Um, was she dancing? <laughs> she was she dancing? moving in a compelling way. I mean, she could have just got rid of the pole because the song was very sexy. If you yeah. I agree. The song was nice. She or she she just she should have done something very similar to like a Jada Essence, how she made the guys mm. her props. Yes, I would have wanted her just to be sexy, even if she just slinks across the floor and uses the boys' props and make you know just really play on their sexuality. That would have been so much better. But because you put a pole there, everyone's like, "Oh, okay, you're gonna give us a performance." Yeah, and like she only went on the pole once. It was kind of like it was. Her first, she first night working at the pole dancing she club, even, and she she didn't even like practice. do a trick on the pole. She literally went up and then she went back down. And I will say the sound effects were designed to make us think she was doing a great job because yes. she got like whoosh, you know re- reverse cymbal noises mm-hmm. quite a few times when she was kind of patting her legs and stuff. The, but. the thing about. Alexis Mateo is that she shone with the dancers and without the dancers. If yeah. you took the dancers away from this performance, which for me was already quite weak, mm. it, it wouldn't help. It actually would yeah. fall even more flat. Yeah. So the backup dancers actually helped her, but she couldn't stand on her own. Do you know what the difference is, I think, is that Alexis is a very accomplished Latin dancer. I don't think Shay's an accomplished pole dancer. And exactly, I, think, I completely agree with you that had she changed it up and done her her more conventional street style of dance, even if it was just a sexy, sexy yeah. slink, like and using the guys. I mean, the song mm. was beautiful. The song was sexy. It had a nice kind of like, ooh, yeah, kind of feel. The song was and good. Actually, I wish I saw her being more ooh with the guys. Like, why were they all around you? Like, you they, command the room. They did the tip room. her at one point. They did make it rain. Would you have tipped her? Well, I just thought like as you know, like I just. I thought it was pedals at first. I thought she was trying to reclaim her moment. I'm like, is she throwing pedals on herself? Oh, it's money. Okay, no. okay. Whew. Bit of bit of backflash there. Look, <laughs> next up we had Miss Mayhem Miller. I'll let you go first on this one. What are your thoughts on this? First, tell us what the performance was and your opinion. It was 
the third song by a queen using her own song. Yep. Um, this was live rather than lip synced, mm-hmm. um, I believe. And she rapped a lot in the middle. Um, it was really cool and funny that she reminded us of one of her most sort of, I guess, viral moments, if you like. Everybody's seen the really amazing YouTube video of her doing the performance of drama with the eyes. And she's got those amazing big eyes, hasn't she? And it's a really like fun camp performance. She made reference to that and then she did a rap, didn't she? Um, started off strong. Um, I, I, she stumbled a little bit in a rap, I think, but props to her for going, being live and not lip syncing. Yeah. I mean, good on you for doing a, a live performance. Yeah. We heard your voice. Great. I mean, where it fell flat for me was the diction. Mm -hmm. I couldn't understand what she was saying. Yes. Like there were, I mean, she was rapping. I'm like, what, what did you just say? And I I don't think it was just me. I think everyone else couldn't understand what she was saying. Like, oh, come in and out what Mm -hmm. her her verse was but she she kind of lost me there this performance was very very quick it was wasn't it it was it was over quite quickly and i would say because she came in you know as queen of the party and we associate mayhem with fun and you know yeah being queen of the party i would have liked something a bit more up tempo from her it was very mid tempo i didn't feel my, feel myself being like yes and pa-. i was did feel that at the beginning cuz i was like the eyes yes great she's going to step up the tempo and and take us to the party and I she think, never really did i think the tempo did step up in her rap i think the rap gave her the i think it came in like doom 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 but then the rap was her going but the beat stayed mid tempo but you know she her voice was was there okay it's part of the sound Okay. All I think is I, I couldn't hear the diction um, from, I mean, you know, she chooses her song. It's up to her to see how she performs it. And from what she showed us, I just, I think that the diction was an issue. It was a bit, it was over too quick. And um, I think after the eyes, it just became something quite generic. A little bit, a little bit. Look stunning. Love her. Again, it was a reference to the drama um, clip in her lovely 70s jumpsuit. Yes. Now, the next performer was Mariah Balenciaga. And I have to say, out of everyone, she shocked me the most. Mm-hmm. I, Her being a, a runway diva, her being from the ball scene, I thought she was either A, going to come out and like call some people out and her like, oh, yes, ma'am, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> or she was going to come out and do like something quite fashion, yeah. something quite high energy and, and like, you know, like, uh. mm-hmm. but instead she came out and did poetry what was it It was a a spoken word what i yeah i mean it was a spoken word poetry performance and it was wow i found it quite powerful i i agree this was one of my favorites um completely surprising you know it would have been easy for mariah to come out and do her dance mix we know she can dance we know she can split but she did some she did this right she surprised us in a wonderful way she showed us how cerebral and politically aware she is and yes exactly as i say it was a spoken word with a bit of interpretive dance and there was the amazing blood on the mirror you know she came out looking like an angel and she was smearing the blood on herself it was very visually powerful as well i do remember from mariah's season in the uh like in untucked she had that great moment she was like drag queens we are the innovators and we're not going to be held down anymore kind of thing um she's very intelligent very smart and this was wonderful really powerful and so so now, isn't it? So current. It's so today. Yeah. And I think that even makes it more powerful. Yeah. Is that I'm already, I mean, I'm already in that feel. I'm already in that feel. Like everyone's feeling that feel. And then mm. for you to perform it, it's just, it speaks to us on so many levels and on such a stronger level. I would have expected Shay to do something like oh, this. Yes, yeah, exactly. But, but Mariah did it and she's fantastic and I love her. Her performance is about stains on the wall, how we're fighting, how we're fighting and we're fighting and we're fighting to try to get mm. our rights. We're fighting to get heard and, and she used red paints to symbolize the blood and it's yeah. it's like we're still shedding blood but we, we're getting nowhere. Yeah. It was, and it was really, really good. The, the the rhythm the 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 speaking the contemporary movement the contemporary poetry 
Mariah really surprised me. I really liked this. My favorite yep. so far. Great. Um, let's move on to our lovely Miss Cracker. No, I just think she gave us classic Cracker. Definitely. Classic Miss Cracker, letting everyone know who's cracking the house. <laughs> Guess who's cracking the house? She's cracking the house. She was, yeah, we've seen Cracker live, and this is very much in keeping with her more high energy components of her performance. Um, so she was funny. She. She uh, dipped, she splitted, she did a forward roll, all to a kind of like late noughties red one dance pop beat. It was like a kind of um, Lady Gaga B-side or something, wasn't it? Or a Britney B-side from that era. It could have even been like very reminiscent of a pink, pink uh, Mm. funhouse. That, it's that very much that very late much that noughties kind of... dance pop is very mm. much that era yeah i respect that she did a solo dance performance her and mariah did a solo she didn't rely on backup dancers to yeah. amplify or to support her she came out here on her own and i i loved it and she held her own she held the audience she was funny she she had her gimmicks the gherkin she yes. um she showed us that she still can't dip um, <laughs> i mean that that dip like that was scary like everything was i felt like she just fell back and then her knee just happened to be in that position That's what I, thought. I thought it was cute she did the handstand um it was a fun campy performance from miss cracker and you know what she's hitting the scene she's letting us know this is who i am and yeah. this is probably what we're going to get all season as yeah. a reminder just in case y'all forgot who i was <laughs> here it is she's definitely for me like top half so far yes now, next up, we had Blair, who really, again, another one who shocked me with what she delivered in this talent quest. Were you surprised? Yeah, I didn't know she could sing. Well, I knew she could sing. First of all, sing. Blair Sinclair did a um, a live singing of, yeah. I'm guessing, one of her own songs. Nine, nine lies, <laughs> nine, nine lies, uh-uh, nine, <laughs> nine, nine lies. It sounded like very personal in in the subject matter, didn't it? Because it was kind of like, you only YOLO, kind of, you only live once, you got, got to embrace life, no matter what life throws at you um yes it was great that she sang live i really respect her for that um i wasn't 100 sure about her vocals better than fifi o'hara in her oh, talent God, show fifi um, and the confidence of her mm. <laughs> what the hell was well, there? speaking of confidence um blair had great stage presence and she um conveyed a really sultry confident persona there on stage what did you think i think everything that you said um her singing was okay mm. i mean she i mean she's no beyonce but she wasn't off she came there she sung her song um i i thought it was good she tries to sort of riff a little bit at the, end, those, the only mo- the only things i didn't like is when she tried to do kind of riffs and i don't yeah. think she has that control no she does with her voice yet so i think it, it, just leave it pure yeah instead of going ah, which yeah. she was doing just nah just i don't know just just yeah. just don't try to ah. yeah <laughs> so like know. a respecter for like trying to push her voice like but um yeah um, loved her confidence, loved it her takes, stage presence. You know what? It takes so much courage. Okay. It takes takes so much courage to sing live. And yes. one of the things that I've been saying so far about Blair's her confidence. How brave do you have to be to to go up there and sing live on RuPaul's Drag Race, knowing the reach that it's going to get? I yeah. She's carried this confidence. This is a new Blair. I don't yes. know this. I don't know her. She's completely. Do you she, know her? This is Blair reborn. This is a completely different Blair. I am shocked. I'm gooped. I'm gooped. <laughs> Blair, you're doing. I mean, I was good. She was sexy. She was singing. She was good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Excellent. Now on John is next, and I was waiting to see something from her because you know what i have not seen her as since season one we're now on season 12 yes of rupaul drag race and this is the fifth all stars so i mean you need to really remind us why you're why you're even here basically so mm. i was i was looking forward to her performance so much now now angina um oh, i mean uh, meh there was, there was a big weight of expectation on Angina. Now, she didn't lip sync. She danced. I loved the reveals and I loved the fun energy of it. She came in. I, I laughed when she came in in that little car. 
that was fun. I mean, that was uh, she started strong. Mm. You know, she started very, very funny, like yeah, ha ha ha, and then it kind of just went from. She should have, for me, she should have carried on that kind of fun, mm. that funny like angina kind of feel. <laughs> but she, um, kind of transformed. So what she did was a kind of dance performance to like a mega mix of RuPaul's Drag Race, wasn't yes. it? And I just really feel she didn't kill it. I don't feel like she really committed to her movements. I yeah. don't think that her dancing was in you know not on the level of like the other queens that we've seen. Uh-huh. Um I think you've hit the nail on the head. It was that like there was that lack of sureness. Yes. Yeah. There was a lack of confidence and sureness in her movement. Yeah. I almost felt like she believed she didn't know what she was I, I could see her thinking yeah. on stage. I could see her thinking about okay what's next and I'd I didn't have really get to enjoy it because i just i felt like i was watching someone mark it i yeah. felt like i was uh, watching a a rehearsal i looked unfinished and it looked unpolished yes to me yeah to I, my eyes i completely agree i love her spirit of course um, we and love I, love the, I love the sense of fun but unfortunately she did not live up to expectations no here. so i mean for me that was a disappointment i was disappointed there Okay. Just as I was with the next performer. <laughs> well, disappointed or unsurprised? Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Do you know what? She should have just got drunk. Well, we talked about Derek. Yep. Um, she should have just got drunk before this. It would have been much funnier. Oh, I mean, what was she thinking? What? What she, are you thinking? Like, she thinks she's know. up there with the best impressionist in the world, unfortunately. So what she did, our Derek Berry went up there and kind of um it was a comedy skit with impressions. Mm-hmm. Basically she was talking she was doing different impressions of a lot of people. We had Celine Dion, we had um who else did we have? We had Lady Bunny, we had uh, Joan, Joan Rivers. Rivers. We she was doing a lot of different voices about their reactions to was her. Was she doing a lot of different voices? Or was she doing Derek? To me, it just it didn't make sense. The, like you know, your, your talent was voices, basically. You, the key thing was, if you've got to introduce your impression by saying who it is, it's not a good impression. And she was like, and then I called Madonna. And then I called Cher. Cher. And it's like, ugh, if you've got to advertise it, like, let us enjoy the impression. And, you know, it's so on the nose, you isn't know it? What? Drop in a few like clues and you know make some you know if you're going to do share just say snap out of it and we'll all know who you mean. You know when you when you when you talk to little kids and they they they, they tell you what they learned at school. Oh mm. look look today I learned how to do this <laughs> one plus one. Oh today I learned how to do this and they and, mm. and they're really really excited just to tell you. There's no there's no purpose of what they're doing. They're just there to brag and tell you what they did or what they learned. I learned this today at school. I felt like I was watching that with Derek Barry going, look how many voices I can do. Yeah. It made no sense, but she just wanted to show us how many voices she could. And she walked out looking yeah. like Britney Spears. Yeah. And like, it was like, it, it showed in a sense, Derek's lack of development in terms of her self-awareness because she went out there thinking this was the funniest thing ever. Exactly. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, girl, it, had, it had an endearing cluelessness about it. The girl just came back as clueless as she was. And um, do you know what? Like Just before we actually got into performance, there was a workroom moment yeah. and we saw Derek coming. It was kind of like the, the beef intensified between India Fira and um, Derek Barry. And Derek yeah. Barry was very happy to air it. She, I don't want to talk about it. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, she's like airing every single <laughs> thing, calling her out. Just doing classic Derek Barry. Yeah. That was, for me, when I was watching her kind of like go for it, go for it towards India, I'm just like, well, this is what Derek, Derek does. She came for Bob. <laughs> yeah. She went for Naomi Small. She goes... Yeah, it seems like dra- you take pretty pictures, but that's not a talent. <laughs> Doesn't take, like that's what she does. I'm I'm kind of here for it because it's like classic drag queen drama. The age old ad- adage of kind of like, well, she took my gig, um, but you know, and she's like, I wasn't fired, I left. Mm. It was it entertained me. I want to see this play out. It's, it's quite similar to me, me, I first, and bam, it very that. That's what it reminded it me very, of. Very, yeah, very much yeah. of that kind of. Fight. You called her a pig in a wig. And she was like, "She's was, a stick." It wasn't aimed at her. She's a stick. It wasn't <laughs> aimed at her. So that was our dear. Next up was Juju B. It should have been India next for dramatic effect, but it was Juju B next. Juju B was next. Now that's a singer. Fantastic vocals. Now, assuming this was live, redemption. Yeah, assuming this was live, which I think it was. Um, fantastic vocals. 
Thank you, GGB. Oh, yeah. This is all in the assumption that it is live. Yes. Okay. From what I saw, it was a passionate, confident performer. She definitely didn't take any shots before going up there. <laughs> she was sober. She was in control. She did her vocal warm-ups. <laughs> she said, oh, look, she's got a good voice. You know what? And this was her this was her redemption because we didn't really get to experience um mm. the, the talents that all the other queens were saying. She can sing, she can sing, she can sing. She says yeah. she can sing. And what did we see? We saw her stuff up and we didn't really get to see it. So this was a redeeming moment for her because yes, you know what? Finally we know you can sing on that same stage that we discredited you and your vocal prowess. It's the same stage that we're giving it back to you. Yeah. That poetry was amazing. Paolo <laughs> you, you are on fire. I mean, you know, will this be your talent the talent show? That ballad was great and I'm pretty sure that you share the same sentiments. Fantastic. Like great control in her vocals. I the reason that I doubted it was live a little bit was because I could I could hear a little bit of processing but you can I, I wondered if there's like a little bit of running it through the kind of smoothing over the vocals did, did you hear that i did have my thoughts um if she was actually lip syncing or mm-hmm. not because um i couldn't hear like the breath and you know that kind of a husk that you hear when it is alive it mm-hmm. did sound very very good but um, given that it's not, given that it is actually a live performance, it was really good. Yeah. And Juju B did very, very well. Now, closing the variety show is India Farah. And she gave me life! She really did. Drag she... is not a contact sport. Do they get her off of me? <laughs> Do they get her off of me? Look, Probably one of my favorite performances of the night. She was yeah. such a strong power. You know, she's such a strong mover. She really like, is. She is an, an aggressive, powerful dancer. The way she swings that hair. Like, this didn't surprise me because I've seen plenty of YouTube clips of India performing this powerfully. And this is the way she lip syncs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I've seen it. Like, she's... The girl can move. Yes, very high energy, very powerful. I mean, I'd hate to get into a fight with her. Like those, <laughs> like, her moves are like, yeah. they were all like a hundred. She was giving a hundred percent in every single thing. And the way she was whipping the hair around, like, I was getting a seizure and I was loving it. <laughs> I loved it. Yes. Energy went up. If I was to be in a drag show and, and that song came on and she was performing, she'd get all my ones. It was very, very I'll be throwing fun. my pounds right out of her. <laughs> I think of all the kind of like self-referential lip syncs, this is the best one. Yes. Me. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Was, was was amazing. Yeah. Um, India, congrats. Welcome back. Welcome back, India Farrow. Job, India. Now, before we listen to the judges and continue watching the rest of the series, who were your top two and your, t- your top two tops and your top two bottoms? Ooh, top two bottoms. Um, my top two tops were definitely India and Mariah. Okay. My top two bottoms were probably Derek, unfortunately. Um, who else kind of disappointed me? Angina? Maybe, maybe Angina, unfortunately. Okay. She just didn't have the presence. For me, the top has to be India. India is a shoe in mm. for the top here. And I think the other top is going to be either, depending where they want to go, if they want to appreciate the soulful sounds of Juju B, yeah. or if they want to give another high camp um, award to Alexis. Personally, me, what do I think the top two were? Were Alexis? No, Mariah. Mm. You're right, Mariah, because that was so powerful. I'd, I'd say Mariah and India are going to be the top two. The top two, the, the top bottoms, the two bottoms are definitely going to be, I keep saying top two, top two, top two. <laughs> say that 10 times. It's tongue twister. Top two. Top two tongue twister. <laughs> the, the bottom two are going to be, without a doubt, Angina and Derek Berry. Yeah. So, but remember, it's a voting system. Yes, I don't think we explained it before. Mm. This well, time, RuPaul has told us that everyone gets to vote on who the bottom two are going to be, which changes everything, yes. doesn't it? Changes everything. They decide who's going home. Maybe it's because you called me out. Maybe it's because you called my boyfriend to pick it a wig. <laughs> Maybe it's got nothing to do with the actual show, but I'm going to put your ass in there anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think Derek Barry will do that. I think Derek Barry is still going to put India... Um, put her name fourth to be in the bottom because 
because she's salty. Yeah. She's a salty kind of girl. She's going to do that. She'll be like, I've seen all that before. Yeah, she was. I don't know how. So what? Then they decide who's the bottom two going to be. Do they lip sync against each other? Because we found out that they have to lip sync against a lip sync assassin. Who's doing that? Like Nothing makes sense. And I guess we are going to find about it very, very soon. Yes. So should we start watching the rest of the show? Yes. Let's go. So we have intel. Hmm, hmm, <laughs> we have some more information. <laughs> we found out who the top two tops were and the bottom two. Um, yeah. Tell me. So, well, tops and bottoms in general. We had um, India and we had um, Ms. Alexis. And Miss Cracker. And Miss Cracker. Not mad at those tops, but I would yep. have liked to see Mariah there, to be honest. Yes, definitely. She was commended on her message, though. Yeah, by yeah. Ricky Martin. So she really won. Yes. She, she, I really felt she, like Ricky was flirting with me. I don't know why, but I like, really was flirting with me through the screen. You were getting busy knickers there, weren't um, you? The bottoms were Angina, rightfully so. Derek, rightfully so. And Mayhem Miller, all rightfully so. These yeah, three I'm not were argue the weakest them. of the bunch. There's nobody that I would have put in the bottom three yes. more than those three, really. Now, obviously, there's going to be... So, well, actually, before we get into it, we've got more information on how this lip sync, how everything's going to go in terms of elimination. It's all quite multi complex really it's, it's isn't quite it? complicated so i'm going to give it to you okay i'll you're do, a doctor, my best. So do my you best should be able to process this so, information now there will be one winner each week and there will be two bottom girls the winner will lip sync for their legacy against a lip sync assassin who will be shipped in i imagine it in a crate like shangela in season three um now if the girl who is the winner wins the lip sync for her legacy the girl she chooses to go home from the bottom two will go home. If the lip sync assassin wins, a vote has gone on in the roomocracy. So, so basically what happened is that all the other girls yeah. now get to vote yes. for who they want to be in the bottom. So the girls vote collectively who goes in the bottom and mm-hmm. then the other person who decides is the winner of the week yes so if the lip sync uh, if the winner of the week wins this week it's india congratulations well if done, india, india wins the person that she chooses the lipstick she has goes home if the lip sync assassin wins then the people that um the person that the group has decided yeah is the bottom will go home and the and bottom's and the bottom two this week is, um, well, Angina was spared from the bottom two, wasn't she? So it was Derek and Mayhem. Now, this is what's clear from this is the alliances have never been so important in RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars. Because it doesn't even matter. Like, if, I, if you looked at me the wrong, the wrong way... As I frequently do. Your name's going at the bottom. I don't care if you're amazing. If I won and you looked at me the wrong way mm-hmm. or, or my name was in your mouth for the wrong reason, yeah. girl, you're going home and I will win that limb seek. You're going home. And it's very, Period. very, very interesting now that we see India and Derek in this position. This is delicious, this interaction. You know, it was so good. It should be fattening. Well, it's, a, it's a, such a different kind of energy than it was in the workroom before yeah. where Derek was coming full force she's at been India. the bowdy bowdy bitch yeah. and now that the power is in the hands of India yes. and they're having their one on one it's kind of changed it's to Derek's be fair like Indi- India wasn't being terrible she wasn't like lording it over Derek in some awful way um, and she asked the kind of same thing of her and Mayhem really kind of like you know why do you want this kind of thing Mayhem's there to play the game Mayhem's like girl Girl, look, let's talk. Like, if I'm in that seat, your, your name ain't going down. And you know what, Mayhem? Props to you, girl. It, like, it was, you do what you got to do to get to the top. It was Mortal Kombat Deadly Alliance. Yep. Um, and yeah, so Derek was very, very different to her workroom persona. She was showing a lot of vulnerability. Um, she was kind of like, dare I say it, sucking up to India a little bit. Because India said on the runway, you know, I nearly quit drag after drag races in a dark place for a while. And then Derek was very like, do you know what? It really helps me to know that you were so vulnerable at that time. So like everything that happened in the workroom, mm. like I think we've hashed it out now. I, I think we're good, right? I understand you now. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? If you need anything else, I'm there. If you, yeah. do, you, do you mean to freshen up your drink? Or, um, <laughs> your performance was the best, like mm. the best out of all stars, not just this season, <laughs> the best performance out of all the all stars. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised if Rue just, just gave you the crown. I just want to say this. I think that, Shay was very lucky to avoid the bottom period. Mm. That's it. I think she was very lucky. Okay. It was very, very bland. It was just as bland as on Dinah's. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, it okay. really was. Her and Angina's performance were both lackluster. I think Shay's confidence and sex appeal kept her on. Um, but yeah, Shay, I mean, come on, girl. Like, I'm rooting for you. I don't massively disagree with you. I want to see more from Shay. Exactly. Okay, so now we're going to go and see what happens. I want to see who the girls chose and actually who the lip sync assassin is. Lip sync? And who the lip sync assassin is. <laughs> Let's go. All right, now we are on the main stage and it's time to reveal the lip sync assassin returning who is going to lip sync against our winner, who is India Farah. Mm -hmm. And please give me the honors. It is the... I said give me the honors. Oh, it's Balova'a. <laughs> Tell us who it was. It's uh, Evie Oddly, yes. the one and only. Now let's talk about this lip sync. First of all, Evie Oddly, yes, amazing. Was mm -hmm. amazing. Her Cirque du Soleil, the crowd... Get it? Cirque du Soleil, the crowd. Yes, yeah, yes, I enjoy that very much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing about her is that she really is Cirque du Soleil, and it really took a professional dancer mm -hmm. um, both times to compete against her. It was Brooke. Yeah. And when Brooke competed against her, they both came a tie, and then when it came again in the finale, rightfully so, she won without pulling out her stunts by feeling the music. So I think, yeah, Evie, yeah, it's a good choice of Evie. I think she's amazing. She's a fantastic lip singer. I think uh, they both came at it with a different style styles didn't they because um to me india gave a lot of like latin flavor and stuff and she was trying some like cha-cha-cha steps and that kind of thing mm -hmm. evie came out looking like a sort of acid trip twiggy ramirez evie and did what she does evie yeah. does what she does which is that very awkward column like you know well to me take on it. she was she was going for the loca bit of la vida loca and going for crazy loca oh espanol oh. you speaking espanola we oui. <laughs> see, see. Um, yeah, well, I thought it was a good lip sync. You're right. Yes, there were two different styles mm. going on. I think India stuck true to the more flavor of the sound, the, the Latin flavor. She really, really stuck more to that. And Evioli just took the crazy because you know what? Crazy sticks to her like ribs. <laughs> like ribs. And she, by taking that crazy route, she can do all of her bendy, all of her like contortionist stuff, which is really what won her the lip sync. Yeah. India so, did a... Uh her signature forward roll with fantastic precision and, and just slide yeah it was really good um but nothing more to say i mean it was just it was a really really good lip sync it's it set the stage again very much like on season 12 where would von do and i'm that bitch and then the final lip sync on that episode kind of like was very wow yeah and it was a really great opener i really thought this lip sync was a very very good opener and it's always nice to see another another rue girl return yeah as well. it's always a treat isn't it yes yeah. the, the confidence and the sassy uh, Evie Oddly so yes Evie Oddly won there and I think I think that it was very well deserved mm. now because Evie won Evie um, had the lipstick of the girls that the group chose yes and not the girl so, so whoever they chose basically she was the she was gonna announce who that was she was kind of like the foreman of the jury wasn't she and we are saying farewell to bye Derek Derek Berry. Mm. Now, yeah, yes, Derek, it, was, it wasn't it was a flattering performance. It could have been either you or Mayhem going home. Like, you were both bad. And, like, there's no history. Like, they can't say, well, you know what? You've been doing so good so we can save you. There yeah. was none of that. So it was, everything was really based on the, on the value of the performance that you gave in the Maxi Challenge. Yeah. And I think, to me... Um, Derek's fantastic, but I'm not sure what else she was going to bring to All Stars. Whereas Mayhem, I'm 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 intrigued. I'm keen to see what she'll bring. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. This is All Stars Five Episode One. This is us returning back to the podcast room. This is our third season, isn't it? We've it is UK. season three. We've done season twelve, and now we're doing All Stars Five. We've just done it all. So that's our first episode of season three of Spelling the G and T. Season three of Spelling the G and T. It's our third season. You're all these numbers. All these numbers are confusing <laughs> me. Season three of Spilling the GNT, but All Stars five of RuPaul's Drag Race episode <laughs> yes. one. Yeah. Yes? yes. That's, that's what we're trying to say. <laughs> very, very simple. Yeah. Look, again, everyone, thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you for joining us. And we hope that you continue listening to us for the rest of the season. Yes. So this is Bowler. And Dr. Tom. Spilling the GNT. We'll see you guys next week. Lots of love, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>